0: <laughs> You're listening to First
1: Time Dads! With me, Richard Innes, and me, Steve Myers.
0: Hi, welcome to First Time Dads, a podcast for dads to offer a bit of help, advice, improve their confidence and generally guide you through the mind through these being a First Time dad. My name is Steve Mile and my co-host is Richard Innes. I'm um, a bit different this week. Originally, uh, I'm staring at each other's beard. So is, um, <laughs> Rich is Rich is actually not near me at all. Where are
1: you, Rich? I am in Ibiza, hence the uh, slightly different nature of the uh, audio quality you can hear this week. <laughs> Let's not get into the, the technicalities of that. But yes, I, I am talking to you from a villa in Ibiza. Wow. Well, describe what you can see, Which What's
0: the you as we talk? Uh,
1: what I can see is very much not the Daily Mirror offices, which, um, I, in case our boss is listening, I'm not going to say that's a, a good thing, but I can see palm trees, I can see sunshine, I can see... I, I can hear my son squealing, as you can presume. It's a, parrot in the <laughs> it's a yeah, a, a very parrot-like little boy. Uh, ben is now looking at me and squealing and screaming as his mum feeds him his, his porridge. Uh, <laughs> But yeah, it's it's a very different experience, and um, one I suppose we, Steve and I, both thought this might be something that be very relevant to um, a lot of other first time dads out there. The, the first family holiday, which is yeah, it's well, you, I'm in the middle. You've been abroad, yeah, yeah, yeah. First time we we we've uh, we've had him in the car on the, in the back of the car on long journeys up to the north of England to see family and stuff. But um, this is the first time we've 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 gone abroad, and I have to say i'm pleased to report that in our case i think the reality has um has been better than the anticipation I, I was i won't lie i was so nervous about this i think we we flew out here last last wednesday um and in the day in the preceding days uh steve something that stuck with me steve was you you relating a story about how you'd been on holiday with jackson and um and Googling the uh, the price of flights home, and that, that had stuck in my
0: mind. 3.1, one of over 2 we could have been three days in, I'm on a sky scan. I'm looking at flights from Bari to um, London City airport for so one. Not for me, the wife. And, uh, oh, I see. She's just for me. <laughs> oh, my God, that's even worse. I didn't even realise that. This is not holiday. Yeah. This, is, this is some kind of, you know living hell but i, I i'm again pleased to report that it did calm down we did but we did have a really nice holiday And it was just like a slight adjustment
1: Yeah, so, so yeah, yeah. an adjustment is a, is a good way of looking at it because I, I think i got myself so convinced it was going to be disastrous that actually the reality has been has been quite nice i think the flight was such a such a big thing for me i even though you know the flight from london to ibiza is two and a half hours um I was so convinced that was going to be the worst two and a half hours of my life. You know, you you get yourself, I suppose it's a bit like the build up to to birth. You know, you kind of get yourself so convinced it's going to be so utterly, utterly horrendous that the reality actually isn't as bad as you'd feared. Um, This is to a a slightly different degree, but um, that that sort of still rings true with me, if you see what I mean, in the sense that I would just been convinced he was going to scream for two and a half hours and, I'd already got into my head what I'd be saying to the people that would be turning around and tutting, You know, you <laughs> can't. You kind of come back. You, you've already kind of pre-prepared your comebacks. Uh, yes. Well, he's a seven-month-old baby. What, what would you like me to do? You know that type of yes. thing. Yes. Uh, so when did you fly? How much cowpole did you Do you know what? <laughs> we got it. Literally, was as we were getting on the plane. I looked at my wife and said, "My God, we didn't bring the cowpole, or the cowpole was in the hole." There. And I thought, "Oh no!" You know, that was our get-out-of-jail-free card. But uh, I am um, get They do say
0: that, don't they? Just to say they the edge off, just incomplete. Just to kind of because they have been bang as well. I when they
1: get a I'm I'm pretty sure that there'll be plenty of doctors who would um who would have alternative advice. Uh, our friend Zishan, who was on the last podcast, I'm not sure how he would feel about us um, just pumping cowpod into our child just to calm them down. But I think this. I think you're right. There's something in it. Um, we were actually very fortunate that um. Uh that the was good as gold. I mean he and I have to admit at this point, um, that we did sit in what's it called? Linda Cumberman premium or something? Basically when we were booking the flights, I think it was only an extra fifty quid. Uh it was an extra fifty quid to get the you know, the slightly what do you call it? The the slightly bigger sheets or whatever. Yeah. Um I which is not something I normally do being an an underpaid Daily Mirror journalist. Uh <laughs> but with two um we thought, you know what, for the sake of an extra £50, pounds, uh, it, and it, it was worth every penny. It was worth mm. every penny because we had lots of empty seats around us. Um, it, quiet. Was it was quite quiet, quiet.
0: Quiet. <laughs> so they pay, it? was quiet, quiet. Right, although I think to pay premium as well, also experienced the premium quiet comfort
1: they were hoping for. Yeah.
0: Got on, we've paid another 50 quid extra and we've got a TV set.
1: Well, exactly. Um, also, yeah, my wife is just taking Ben outside into the sunshine to avoid that squawking. Um the, do you know the funny thing about being on holiday is that that squawking that you could hear very clearly in the background at home, that would kind of be driving me mental. Um, but Actually, out here, in the big Oakland countryside, we don't have any neighbours. We're in a villa that's up in the hills in Ibiza. We're out the way. Um, I'm sounding like a... But yeah, this is all sounding very luxurious and posh. It's not, but it's very nice. We're, on an, we're in an Airbnb. Um, but, yeah, when you're out in the sticks, a screaming baby just doesn't seem quite so horrendous. I don't know if that's the case for people who live out in the countryside, uh, you know, if they've got any rural listeners, uh, that maybe, maybe be, you know, in our terraced house in North London, uh, it all feels a bit boxed in and when he's squawking and screaming, it's it can be maybe slightly overwhelming. Maybe
0: it's when you're in London, step inside from your front door, poking it to be a haven from the the busyness, the craziness and hell of uh, central London and if you've got a sleeping baby, it's not hell. Whereas actually, when you're the countryside, you got this night nice calm general
1: any anyway, so it's it's not quite as
0: intense.
1: Well, maybe there's something in there. I, I'd be maybe there's something we should discuss in a future podcast. be very interested to know if there's anyone listening to this who lives out in the sticks uh with the with the young child. Um please please let us
0: know. If it sounds like a negative
1: thing. No, sorry, yeah, so that's not yeah. Yeah, we're being we're being London Metropolitan Elites here, aren't we? Sorry. No, what what I meant to say was if anybody lives out in the countryside and, and uh, would like to share their experience, do let us know. First time dads at trinitymirror uh, because it would be, as I say, this is this is sort of one of the few experiences I get of having a baby out in a sort of rural setting, and it does feel different. It does feel very, very different, um, and it feels less intense and less pressurised. Now that may be that I'm on holiday. It may be that, as I say, dads who live out in the countryside with their families may may, may find that familiar. I don't know.
0: Rich, you, I remember, well, we both remember from our younger days, being able to go on for a date, just grab literally clean pairs of earth uh, uh, pants, a, a pair of shorts and yeah. uh, stick them in a backpack and away you go. Mm. Now, when you travel with a child, and we've done it maybe four, five times abroad with Jackson, you take a lot of kit with you. Oh my God, yeah. Um, and uh, well, I think we may should bring it down just to the buggy and an extra bag so is basically toys. But I think, you know, on my, on my fence, you flew BA, yeah, through an extra whole extra bag and you
1: could also take two bits of
0: kits, a bug, buggy and also a, yeah. a child seat if you, if you want car seat.
1: Yeah, we did. We took the car seat because we're in a hire car out here, which on a separate night is a bit different for me. It's the first time I've ever driven on the uh, other side of the road. So that's been a bit of an experience. <coughs> um, but... Yeah, we took we took. I mean, the amount of stuff as we were loading it into the taxi to take us to the airport. I'm thinking, you know, there's one small suitcase for Lindsay, my wife, and I, and there's one big suitcase, and we just taken everything because you know we we were concerned about him not having anything familiar. So we've taken loads of his toys, you know, his favorite blanket, all the all the stuff we could. Um, I I I think we did. We we. Did that with Jackson the first well the first time when we didn't. I mean
0: that buying a load of French toys for Jackson, which obviously luck, they were new toys, but actually you can just you know, you've got a statement, you can just like literally shoot up all these gene and move it from one lounge to a lounge in another country. It, 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 it,
1: it. Yeah, that's the thing, that's what you're trying to go for, isn't it? I think that's a good tip. You're trying to sort of replicate as much as you possibly can his experience in the lounge he knows to, to the lounge here. And um, you know, that even if that is just a few toys and a couple of books. Oh, you know a blanket he tends to lie on then i think that i think that definitely helps. um uh, the other thing that we brought with us and i'm sure a lot of dads again will, will hear me on this one uh, we bought a travel buggy so it's, <clears throat> obviously you can't bring your your massive big you know buggy that cost hundreds of pounds when you bought it and uh, well you can but you run the risk of dirt and no disrespect to any baggage handler dad's
0: listening you run the risk of it being smashed off and up and i'm like comes from the other side, the a bit.
1: Oh no, yeah, forget that. And also, it's so big and so heavy. So we, anyway, we bought one, and we bought um, we bought a Mothercare uh, stroller, you know, one of the collapsible ones. I now
0: they called an umbrella stroller. This one I've said before, we've got like an umbrella. Yeah,
1: yeah, exactly. And, and now we we've got it working, and it is it is a brilliant piece of kit. I have to say, it's been absolutely fantastic. What I will say is, if you'd seen me. Uh, in Ibiza Airport, on the third floor of the car park, picking up the hire car, uh, I'm, I am. I, I kind of wish I could see the CCTV. I was essentially flinging this object around the third floor of the Ibiza Airport car park. Uh, no one else around, just me and my, my wife and my child, trying to collapse it. And as it turns out, this was through no fault of mother care. It was through me being a complete imbecile. Um, and actually, what, what I had to do... This collapsible buggy we had to shove it somehow into the front seat of the car uncollapsed because i couldn't figure out how to collapse the buggy because it was brand new and actually bless it i googled mother care, and the first thing that came up was the number for mother care in romford in essex Wee. i rang from my ibiza we just got to the villa i rang <laughs> i rang the uh, mother care of romford and spoke to a very nice lady who totally understood the situation and essentially talked me through it and made me realize that there was essentially like this one button that i wasn't using and quite the mother king I'd just like to
0: point out we're not sponsored by Mothercare character <laughs> stage. Uh yeah. no, but I do have an email address called first dad at dot com, which is welcome for any dads to tell us the holiday stories and also any senior branding sticker mother king. Well quite <laughs> to reach out and talk to
1: Well quite. But I I I did I wish I'd got this woman's name in because she was wonderful and she taught me through it and now I realised oh god, I've just been stupid and figured it out. But I think he did it was a bit of an inauspicious beginning, put it this way. Like you know, like mm. I, I'd lost my rag in the in the in car park, and in the moment we got in the uh, in the door uh, to our new Airbnb villa, I was on the phone to a mother care in Essex. Um, yeah, it didn't it didn't bode well, but it's actually improved from there remarkably. Now so. uh, how's Ben coping with? Um, Go what Which is like in uh, November be so but looking out the window, it's to be warmer than it is in London. Do you know what? It's lovely. I have to say. Um, for if, uh, if you've got you know if you've got babies because obviously I, I would imagine taking a baby into a remarkably hot climate you know if you're somewhere where it's thirty degrees every day and your child's used to the English weather, um, that that's obviously going to present its own challenges. The weather here at this time of year is absolutely perfect because it's quite chilly at night. Like once the sun goes in, it does get a bit chilly. You know you're in a jumper and, and jeans and stuff. But during the day when the sun's out, it's beautiful. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, it's t-shirt weather. So. It's kind of perfect for him as well. Um, I think the main thing for him has been, and I think I've, know, and I've known some other dads had mentioned this to me before before we came on this holiday, that you'd notice the difference with him having both parents with him. Because that's the other thing that you don't really factor in before you go on holiday is that for your child, the biggest difference isn't going to be, because for us, you know, the difference is getting away from it, you're away from work, you're away from the stresses of home life, all that stuff. For The baby, really, the biggest difference is wow, I've got mum and dad with me full time. Um, it makes it easier for the pair, of yeah, kids. Cause absolutely. You can take them out,
0: you're not 100 if you want to loon that to hold him, you know, that kind of stuff. That's what we found, certainly,
1: yeah, completely. And that's what Lindsay's uh, my wife has been has said from the get go, really, is that that's that's what makes it a holiday for her, is that you know, we, there's someone else here to. <laughs> As you say, I need to go to the loo, hold the baby. It's not a case of figuring out what you're going to do. So um, no, it's been it's been lovely, and you can see you can see the development in him. He's he's you know we've only been well, we've been out here four or five days um, or whatever it is, and and he's you know he's talking more, he's certainly communicating more, um, and he, he seems really really happy. He's he's absolutely loving it. Now,
0: but Ben's sort of starting to come a little bit of weaning food disease a bit yes yeah I'll, yeah derives, that kind of stuff did you um did you pack a load of stuff to take
1: we did we packed a load of sausage i've got to be honest because we we had that idea of you know the baby led weaving which kicked off i don't know like a month or two ago um and, and that was certainly something we were keen to push but i think what we what we got to was the realization that Being on holiday, we want things to be simple and straightforward for him and for us. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I think that's that's another, you know, tip. I I say this like I'm an expert, I've only been on this is my first holiday with him. But in terms of what I've learned, I would say to anybody who's planning a trip with a baby, don't overcomplicate it for the love of God. So in terms of, you know, baby led weaning, giving Ben stuff to feed himself with, that's that's great, and we certainly want (laughs) to as you can hear Hello Ben. uh, Hi, Ben. And uh, that's great, and we certainly want to um, to help him with that. But I, we kind of came to the decision that being on holiday is not the time for that. We want it to be simple and straightforward. To
0: yeah. And then we felt, and you might have you got a few different days, you might try it. Because it's over one point a day, and you are, a lot of the time, we were feeding him outside. All the stuff that goes overboard, you don't have to worry about it so much. Yeah. Because you can the down hands and knees, picking up whatever it is that he's half eaten or spat out or dropped or whatever off the kitchen floor it's on some kind of outside area which as we all know we've been on holiday we know about 30 seconds there's an old man's something to clear everything up
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's true actually that's true we haven't done an awful lot we haven't done much cleaning um mm. i'll be perfectly honest with you but who wants to clean with we're of that no, true um true, true. so no he, he's he's taking it all um he's taking it all in his stride um and it's 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 amazing how, and I suppose you do this a bit when you're on holiday as a, you know, as a single man or as a married couple, you know, you get into your stride, you get into your routine within a few days, you are like, oh, we do this and then we do this and then we do this. Um, and it's been much the same having a baby here, actually, whereas, you know, the routine. So let's say when my wife and I used to go away as a married couple, the routine was get up in the morning, have some breakfast, lie on a sun lounger for six hours <laughs> and then read a book. Uh, and then have a shower and go out for dinner. I mean, that's, you know, yeah. sort of classic thing. Um, and I, don't get me wrong, I do miss that and I would love to do that. But we we, we have sort of found very quickly that we can fall into that sort of routine yeah. with a baby as well. It's not impossible, you know. And, and he still has daytime sleep, doesn't he? he well, that's what his option for that. Yeah. Like, read like a few sections of a book in between sleep. That's what I was going to say. I think the routine, and I, again, I'd be interested to know what other dads think of this. And, but I think this is the reality of it, is that you get up, obviously, early doors. We have breakfast together. And we potter her around a bit. He goes for his, <laughs> he screams a lot. Uh, we go, you know, he goes for the mid-morning nap. We lay around, read books, you know, chill out a bit. And then you, then you can go out after his mid-morning nap. So we get in the car and we go somewhere we go for lunch we have a walk around we, you know we go and see some sights. now the difficulty is that you then have to be back uh you have to sort of be back. we well, don't have to be but we find it easier to be home for his afternoon nap yeah so essentially you're out for four or five hours and then you're back because you've got to get him bound again and then mm-hmm. and then you're kind of stuck because and this is that this is the bit that i find a bit tricky is that you're then back he's at his nap in the afternoon and then what? Well, you can't really go out again because then you've got to start thinking about the bedtime routine. And then once he's down, you know, you're, you're in. So every night we've been sat here watching Netflix, you know, it's yes. What happened with we my wife and I, we
0: went to uh, Italy two weeks in September. And we had to idea that Jack would come out with us in the evening in his pajamas. Uh, I would push him around in Italia the square for half uh, an hour, he'd fall asleep in his bedroom. And then we'd go for dinner. Yeah. And then we'd um, go back after dinner, we'd then do a transfer into the higher cuff, and then a transfer into the top and then we'd be away. Uh that didn't work. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I stand myself pushing him around the square for an hour, forty five minutes with him. You know, absolutely wide away very keen to engage with all uh, to be able to offer. Mm. Uh, what he, what we did we did is we would get up, go out in the morning, um, and then bring him back around a bunch of his lunch around twelve give him his lunch, uh, and then he starts to get tired about one-ish, and then we would then go into a town where we wanted to have lunch, push him around in the warm day sun, he would fall asleep in his, his buggy, and then we'd have a nice long couple of hour lunch, till about three o'clock, then come back to the villa, and hack out with him in the villa all afternoon, you know, and go to bed, we would still fight ourselves like you in the evening, with him asleep. Um in the villa with us for like well we're not going to go out now it's too too cold and dark to be sat outside really so we'd just be sat there either reading or yeah t- 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 in bed by about half eight
1: <laughs> I mean it's looking <laughs> for sort of early night. Uh, but yeah that that's the thing i I think that's the bit that the, the rest of it is quite lovely the bit that is the challenge and the bit that is a bit frustrating is that you can't do anything anymore. and it is impossible yeah. i think I suppose I've been sitting here, I've been thinking about when I used to go on family holidays when I was a kid, you know, with my mum and dad and my brother, and I'm already kind of thinking about that, well, what age does he have to get to, you know, until we can actually take him to a restaurant for dinner in the evening, you know, what are you talking about? Are they sort of four or five years old? I mean, I don't know. You you, you start trying to figure that out, or, you know, what point would you be getting babysitters in to look after them? Because obviously we wouldn't at this point, but at what stage would that happen? So... I don't know, it's, it's easy to start thinking. I, I find that a lot when I'm uh, sitting here on holiday, you start thinking about the future a lot more and you start considering, well, what will our holidays be like in five, six, seven, eight years? You know, how, yeah. oh, when, when, yeah. when do we get to that point?
0: When you're on the continent, I think, because everybody seems to eat the later, it's much more noticeable. I think if you go to bucket Hotel and you go for dinner at maybe half five, six o'clock, it'll be packed with families. Yeah. Because the... But he's will start up for an early dinner in the UK, whereas abroad, I think people don't them to eat until not half past like, nine, ten o'clock. Mm. Exactly. He holiday might be, uh, in my experience in So I think it's more
1: noticeable when you're in Europe, and perhaps it would be for you to have like a UK break somewhere. Quite possibly. You, you mentioned hotels there, actually. One of the things we discussed just when we were booking the holiday was the idea... I mean, we, we quickly came to the conclusion that there was no way we could be in a hotel with a baby. Yeah. Um, now, I'm sure there's plenty of other people who've made that work and had, would be able to kind of explain that actually, no, no, it's fine. But we just thought, well, hang on, you're kind of just locked in the room then, aren't you? There's, no, there's nowhere to go. There's no, there's, no, there's no option. So we thought Airbnb was the... Yeah, exactly, no lounge. You're kind of, once you're in and the are sleeping in the cot, well, what are you doing then? You're just sort of lying on the bed watching the telly and that's it. That's, that's your only option. So we ruled I, that out be, very quickly. Yeah, you could be a few stories off as well and... Oh.
0: The option with a buggy and a baby is one of those uh, tiny stainless steel lifts that you find in uh, hotel blocks. Certainly, what do you whether you stand for yeah. an hour waiting for it to go up or you know eight floors and then back down again before it comes anywhere near. You've got
1: ideas. Yeah, no, I'd, I'd be in, again. I'd be interested to know if anybody actually has managed to make that work. The idea of, of taking a small baby on on a you know holiday in in a hotel because the Airbnb thing for us was perfect because actually you know what we're paying here is is very similar to what we would have paid in in a hotel i suppose um but we do have you've got all that freedom um and all that space so it makes such a difference but I'd, yeah I'd, I'd i'd be very curious to know if anyone has actually had success with that because i, I couldn't see how it would even be physically possible to be honest with you
0: yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. um and some like pizza. what you've not taken him into <laughs> you know,
1: do you know what we did yesterday we took him to San Antonio. So, um, yeah, for the, for people who who haven't got a lot of experience of Ibiza, both my wife and I, in our younger days, long before we knew each other, uh, had quite a lot of experience of Ibiza—various holidays and work trips and stuff. Um, and the less said about that, the better, frankly, because.
0: Well, we're trying to find some pictures. And if anyone out there has ever been to Ibiza with the Rich in his younger days, and. Email us at firsttimedads at mittymirror.com and we'll find a picture of that the Mirror website. Uh,
1: yeah, well, there's plenty of those pictures, believe me. My God. <laughs> um, so, yeah, it, it, for those who don't know, um, San Antonio is the part of uh, Ibiza which has the reputation for the sort of Club 18 to 30 madness. Uh, sort of young uh, English kids, young British kids coming over to Ibiza and, you know, doing what you, you assume kids do in Ibiza. So, um <laughs> Yeah, we took him there, and I managed to find, bizarrely, the exact bench where um, I came to uh, after a particularly crazy night, Um, one morning, this would have been about 18 years ago, uh, and I woke up and found that my my, the pockets of my jeans had been sliced open, my phone had been taken, my wallet had been taken, my my watch had been taken, I had a big lump on my head where I'd been bashed over the head, presumably where I'd started to wake up. (laughs) <laughs> so yeah all a little hairy but it was quite odd and getting these bizarre flashbacks where i was my god that's the exact bench um at the bottom of the san antonio strip and i was standing there with my son kind of ex- trying to explain that story to a seven-month-old child yeah, it's it's a peculiar, change. slightly peculiar experience but yeah it's it's um i i really would have recommended because you, when you say Ibiza, you think of those types of holidays, you know, the ones I'm describing from my youth. Um, but there's a whole other part to this island that I really didn't understand or know about, despite having come here, you know, plenty of times in the past. Um, and it's it's really, really lovely. Like, there's some really lovely villages. The weather's great, you know, whatever time of year you come. Um, and it's really family-friendly. People are really nice. Everyone's kind of happy to welcome a baby into the restaurant and stuff, so... Um, I would highly recommend it, really would. It's um, it's, it's a really top venue for people in this sort of situation, you know, young family right. and stuff.
0: graphic So what are you doing? You can just hike him up in the morning, stick him in the, the house car, drive right? him a nice little beach or town
1: uh, or to the beach where there's a nice promenade, have, push him along, having coffee. Yes, stop, have a coffee, go and find a restaurant. Although I would say, actually, the beach is... I, I think the beach with the baby is a bit of a myth, to be honest with you. Um, I'm sure once he gets to a certain age and they're running around and they can build sand castles and all the rest of it, it's great. But I'm a bit mystified by the idea of going on a beach holiday with a baby because it's just a nightmare. I mean, we, we went there, we, we had, I think in total, we probably spent about 45 minutes on a sandy beach in this entire holiday. And that will be the limit of it because... You sit him down and you've got a kind right, so we need a sun hat, because he's in the sun, right? We can't have yeah. that, camera, So let's get the sun hat on him. But then he's still got some sun on him, so you've got like one of these little parasols and you're digging that into the sand and you've yeah. kind of got that hovering over him. And it's like a science project, right? Where's the sun coming in from? What angle is it? How do I angle this parasol? And she's kind of almost got to hold that in place. You've got to sit him on two blankets, which he's then trying to eat, which are covered in sand, so he's eating loads of sand. Well, you can't have that sun, put that down. That doesn't go down well, so he starts screaming. You're trying to distract him with something, but everything's now covered in sand. Um, I, I <laughs> it's just more hassle than it's worth. It's like let's just go and sit up by the cafe, and we'll just sit yeah. on a plastic chair, and he can look at the sea. That sounds
0: about right. Presumably, you've got him in that very thick, factor sixty, almost like whitewash, uh, yeah, sun to protect him, which stops anything through, but attracts
1: sand very easily. It's like glue. It's like yeah, it's it's horrendous. And as you say, he he looks he felt white as a sheep because it's, it's, it's plastered in this yeah. white liquid, and he's like you say, he just, it's a film over the top of his skin. Uh, like,
0: it's reminiscent of those um, that what glue you used to get in uh, school when you were when you were a youngster, and you used to sprinkle glitter over the top of some white glue, yeah, 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 I, and then some of the glue the glitter would stick to the the paint, but the rest of it would all go everywhere. It's very much that experience. So we were injected walking, so he was able to walk on the beach for no waves. And all toddlers who are 20 months old, you have never been so attentive to his every move and close to the sea as when you've got 20 month old bite,
1: a, a, a big wave coming in. So, um, do you know what? It's funny you should say that because obviously Ben is not, Ben's still very stationary. He's, he's just about crawling now. He's just starting to crawl. But um, in terms of when he's out with us, he's kind of, you know, bade in arms still. Um, and we were talking about this the other day we found this really lovely little restaurant which was right on the uh, on the up on the cliffs and there's no there was no sort of barrier on the edge of the cliffs i mean i walked up to the edge of the cliffs and you look down and you think if i took two extra steps here i would be dead that would be the end of it and <laughs> um, and i look around it and, said, <laughs> and came back and said wow i said imagine how you couldn't bring a tumbler there you'd just be permanently caught in mouth you know you couldn't because you'd have to just have hold of the toddler the entire time. So I suppose there are a whole different set of challenges being on a holiday with, you know, sort of a baby in arms, which is Ben's stage, and let's say, you know, Jackson, your boy, who's obviously now trying to run around places. Uh, That's where you get... What's what rains are for? when you have
0: a <laughs> <laughs> We can talk at him up. Later today. Jackson loves his rain Go mm. sure. In a way that a very keen puppy doesn't really like a lead, but... It does give you an element of control uh, of taking. We'd, um, we'd love to hear everybody else's stories and advice about uh, how they take kids on holiday and uh, tips. So um, please do be mad at the first time dads at um, it's on if you listen to iTunes, there's a comment section, you comment in the comments section we we'll the review and then we'll pick those up and we'll to react to them. So uh,
1: absolutely, yeah. Yeah, you know, because I think everyone's experience is going to be slightly different, and I'm sure, I'm sure there are things, you know, I don't think Steve or I have ever claimed to be um, experts in parenting or fathering, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. certainly not yet. So I'm sure there's all sorts of stuff that um, we're missing that we could be doing that we're not doing, or things we should be doing that we're not. So um, yeah, as Steve says, please do do let us know, you know, via either the email or, or the review section on iTunes, because um, it would be very interesting to get this conversation going, because. I think people do do need tips. It's you know it's it's quite it is quite a daunting thing. You know, having just done it myself, um, it is quite nerve wracking. You think how because one of the big questions is how am I going to relax? How am I going to find a moment to take a breath and relax? Because that's what the holiday's supposed to be for, right? It's supposed to be for relaxing. Um, but it has it is possible. There are times where you can just sit and chill out. Uh, it's not it's not something to be scared of.
0: <laughs> I think like I think it's quite everything with them. A parent or a dad. So you look at something, you think blimey me, that's still gonna be different. I'm not sure if we're ever gonna do that and then you do it and it's suddenly not that bad after all. And you think okay, oh, we can do that again. You know, when you take you go after a child first time with a dad and not on your own or when you've got the whole daddy on your own, you think blimey, this me the spectacle, shall I think, I'll show up with that? but well, I'm mean, suddenly that's my experience. Yeah, yeah, no I'd agree but completely. I was scared and, uh, and worried and then it did it and it was fine. It was pretty careful what well, I can do that again. I've suddenly got some confidence now.
1: Um, but I think it's the same with going on holiday. I think it's just part of that checklist, isn't it? It's like you said, you know, there's a sort of the first day you spend alone, the first time you do this, your first time you do that, you know, first holiday tick, and it's all these things that then they're, they're sort of milestones in themselves. Everyone talks about the milestones, you know, in terms of the child's development, uh, in terms of you know whatever it might be, first time he sits up, first tooth, you know, first word, all that stuff. But there are sort of milestones for first-time dads as well. Okay, I've done that tick. I've done that tick. And as you say, that it, it just these things that kind of seem quite overwhelming at first and a little bit nerve wracking. Once you get them ticked off, okay, you build that confidence and you say, right, okay, I can do that. I can do that. I can do that. And you must. And, um, and the other thing I think I found was going away
0: with uh, Jackson. Spending you spend a long time with them, yeah, which you don't when you're at work. Um, and to come back from the holidays being like, oh. Your relationship's are a bit stronger. Well, I said one relationship with was much stronger. Um, and I felt like, you know, a real sense of that, I mean, you've got this to come next week, which when you back work, yeah. the sense of added to take a bite having spent all that time, um, in his company.
1: I'm starting to feel that already in a weird sort of way. Cause I think you're right. I can definitely see that on the horizon. Uh, cause yeah. it is nice that, you know, he is, yeah, he and I have definitely bonded in a way we hadn't up to now um as much you know as close as we are so sort of father and son you know I'm, I love my boy but in terms of spending time together as you say this is this is the first real chance I've had since um, since he was you know a newborn baby uh, where and at that point yeah, as we've discussed you know you're not actually having that much interaction he's now at an age where we can laugh and giggle together and have, you know and have a chat um and yeah it's been yeah yeah definitely I, I think that's something That I hadn't factored in Because With a holiday As I say All you're thinking about Is relaxing And getting away And how you're gonna You know Make this the nicest 10 days You can But as you say the, the One of the biggest Pluses Is Okay Actually yeah You do get to bond with, with your child In a way that you don't When you're at home And you're at work You just simply Don't have the time
0: That's great, that's great. That seems like Quite another Sort of Way mm-hmm. To end it Yes It's a code group yeah. Which I've missed <laughs> so kind. And getting back in the first time, Dad's studio for a for a chat about something else this week. And yes, uh, I've enjoyed this podcast. I mean, we've had a very good reaction from, from people. So, if you liked it, share it, please, and uh, please leave us a review and a rating on on iTunes. I've Drop us an email first time at at and um, we'll be back. Uh, we'll be back next week with um, with something else to talk.
1: With with uh, a slightly better sound quality. Yeah. It will both be in the same country, which will help.
0: We will. We will. We'll have sorted the tap. Um, Rich, have a enjoyable rest of your
1: holiday. Cheers, mate. Cheers, mate. Bring us back.
0: Uh, well, I don't know what's a big bar of milk. Uh, around or something.
1: Yeah, yeah, something from Duty Free. Don't worry, I'll pick yeah, you up. Exactly. On.
0: Nice one. Uh, mate?
1: Cool. Cheers, mate.